So Daniel, Randy, we always talk about you know trying to better our lives. Daniel, especially you on the the physical side, talk about the things we need to do to live a longer, healthier life. And you know, with life changers, they teach and balance blood chemistry. They balance pH. They help you be disease free. They train you how to make money. And so, if you're interested in something like this, twenty six ten Panola Street in Hernando, Mississippi reach out to them, let them help you change your life and you can help change other people's lives. everybody it's time for the in off the bench podcast i am daniel ball and i'm joined as always by my co-host my partner in crime my brother from another mother jim cross and jim tonight's a good one we got episode 18 titled lacrosse the border because we are crossing the border baby we're talking lacrosse from canada we're talking team canada and Lander University Lacrosse with their star, Nolan Oki. But before Nolan joins us, man, Jim, we got some big news in the works for everybody. Why don't you hit everybody with some breaking news? Yeah, so I know a lot of people have been asking where Randy's been, and it's because we've had something else in the works. You know, in Off the Bench podcast on Monday nights with our athletes is not going anywhere. But on Wednesdays, we are joining the All Sports All Plays Network with Off the Rails, and it's me, Daniel, Randy, and our boy Mike from Chicago. We will be live on Facebook. Check out. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be going down for real, as the song says. But what's really going down for real is the biggest interview in podcasting this week with Team Canada and Landers University star Nolan Oki. Jim, let's get to it, bro. All right, Nolan, my man, welcome to the show. How are we doing tonight? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's always good when we get to interview athletes, but it's even better when we get to interview new athletes. Um, we're actually going to get get some knowledge dropped on us tonight. Not only are we going to learn a new sport, we're going to get a geography lesson, too, because we're trying to broaden the horizons on and off the bench. We're trying to broaden, you know, the scope of which we pull athletes from. And I think people are really going to like this. We're pulling you from a long ways. I know you got some ties in the area, but um, we'll go back. We'll talk about, you know, where you're from, where you grew up. But the first thing I need to do is I need you to drop some knowledge on myself. And I know I'm not the only one out there. I need to know about lacrosse. Um, Break down the dynamics of lacrosse. Um, You know, what is it? How is it played? You know, how much time do you have? Just give me a quick summary of if 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 I was going to start out, like how would you sell me on lacrosse? Sounds good. So how would I kind of explain lacrosse is it's really a mix of 
uh, a little bit of basketball, hockey, and soccer. Um, it's really, uh, it's on the size of a soccer field, but you're using pick and rolls, what you use in basketball to get open. And with hockey, you're, you're shooting on that net uh, by a goalie. Um, so all those elements kind of combine. It's a very high pace game, one of the fastest uh, on two feet. Um, there's, it's aggressive that that's what gets me to watch it. There's always people hitting each other. Um, so that's kind of probably the breakdown of it. What is the, in, in, uh, I guess other turn, other sports, like what's its closest equivalent? I mean, it's on a field like soccer, but it's played with, you know, shooting, you know, the ball past goalies like hockey. Um, but there's pick and rolls like basketball. But what would you say is the closest, you know, relative sport to lacrosse? I would probably say um, probably basketball. Really? Um, or or even even a little bit of football with uh, with getting around defenders. But I, I'd probably say basketball the most because you're always trying to look at the target with those pick and rolls, and when you're when you're picking, you want to roll towards the ball, so you're always facing the ball. Um, I know some sometimes we'll go in the gym um, and we'll play basketball um, kind of to help us learn those pick and rolls. See, Daniel, you- I'm getting educated. I would have never thought basketball would have been the closest one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of it as, as a really physical sport. So the first thing that comes to mind is hockey, obviously. Um, but definitely you got, you're on two feet instead of, as opposed to two skates. But, you know, when we look at the physicality of lacrosse, like, is it something like where football now they're trying to protect players at all costs, but are you guys just like going after each other? Like, I I just envision it being like prison rules and like everybody's just destroying each other. Yeah. Yep. I would definitely say that, um, that, if you're within nine feet of the ball, it's fair game. You can lay bodies on each other. Um, doesn't even have to be in possession, but if you're within nine feet, you can, you're allowed to lay the body. Um, the defenders have six foot sticks that are whacking you. Um, and then everybody else is using a three foot stick. Is this so, so, so one of, one of my selling points, whether I'm going to like a sport or not is if the final score ends in a tie. I do not like that. It's hard to sell me on that. So in lacrosse, is there ever a time where you end in a tie? Nope. Uh, last year we, uh, we went double overtime. Um, there's yeah, you go overtime, overtime, overtime until it's over. Oh, you're sold Daniel. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. sold on hitting each other all the time. And then they get to hit each other with sticks too. You, you got me. <laughs> what is, I mean, what is the typical like recovery time from game to game? Like how often, how frequently do you play to me? Like the physicality is almost equivalent to football. Um, but football is only played once a week, but hockey is played multiple times a week. So there there's physicality there. So like on a level of that physicality, how quickly can you recover and how quickly, you know, in between game, how much time in between games do you have? You um probably a couple of days. You're uh, you're always black and blue after uh, a nice little little game. But uh, 
Um, those bumps and bruises don't really uh, – you can get into a game the next day if you really needed to. Um, yeah. Daniel, if our schools had offered lacrosse, would you have tried it out? I think so. I, I think um, given the baseball background and I was a football player too, I feel like I probably – it would have – fit into my realm of capabilities i don't know if i would have been good or not um but i definitely think it would have been a sport i was like yeah let me let me check this out um but you know with that you know i i gotta go back to where it all started um obviously you know getting into lacrosse is something where you know it where i'm from and where jim's from like only a select few schools have lacrosse and it, it might be popular as a club sport and kind of now something that's kind of grown even in, in popularity even more across the country. Um, but take me back because you're a Canadian guy. Where are you from in Canada? And it kind of describe what it's like where you're from. Is it a big place or a small place? Um, you know, is there a lot, of, lot to do? What's the closest city? Um, so, yeah, I, I'm from Alberta. Uh, I grew up in a small town outside of Calgary, which is our big city. Um, so we're, we're an hour away from the Rocky Mountains. So we go skiing tons. Um, winters, we got, the, they're called, we call them ODRs, they're outdoor rinks. So they're outdoor hockey rinks that the city floods and you go play hockey with all your buddies and it's just like shinny, so you're not putting gear on, just helm, uh, just gloves and stick and skates. So you're um, you're saying the city throws water on the ground, you know, <laughs> it lets it freeze, and y'all get out there and just beat each other up because you're yeah. not wearing pads. It's not it, it's the the conditions of the ice is not near what it would be on an indoor rink. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Oh man, see, you know. Nolan, you're my kind of guy because you you like this prison rule stuff. You guys are playing this this you know prison yard hockey outside as a kid growing up. You convert it into a game of lacrosse where it's no holds bar. It seems like man, this this is good stuff. We, we've had two Canadians on Daniel. They're both hardcore. I don't want nothing to do with either of them. Yeah, and I actually I had you know you know I I do ask you know what you know Grace was a soccer player. And she was from Canada, and I watched her play. Very aggressive, like, hard-nosed, just a ruthless player. Like, is that a Canadian thing? Like, how, how do I get some of that? Like, how do I teach that to my kids? I, I think it, it could be something to do with that. Um, in Canada, we got this thing, what's popular in Canada, it's called box lacrosse. Um, so that's inside a hockey rink, so everybody's much closer. So that's even more physical than the field game. Um, so it's, it's they're two uh, same basic rules, but there's nobody with the, the six foot sticks in there and the goalies wear a lot more gear, goals are smaller. Um, so there's two completely different games of lacrosse uh, in the States and what, um, that's the field lacrosse rules. Um, but, yeah, I think just kind of playing all the with hockey growing up and then lacrosse as well, box lacrosse, both pretty physical sports. You learn to take those bumps and also give those bumps back. So what was what was family life like then? 
You got brothers and sisters. You're an only child. Yeah, I got I got one brother, um, Sterling. Uh, me and him were have always been super tight. He's seven years older than me, but we've always been super, super close. So what was I'm interested because, you know, when I think of brothers, I think of like fights and I think of like, you know, competitiveness and arguments and like just a lot, like especially with athletes. And obviously you're playing at a high level. You're a high caliber athlete is the seven year age difference. Does it make it tough for there to be that competitive drive or was it something where you felt as though like you could compete with him, even though he was older and you just worked hard to try to stay at that level. Yeah, I think, I think having the older brother really made me the competitor I am um, just because he was always bigger and stronger. So I was always, always battling. I'd always get my butt whooped, but uh, I would keep battling and uh, try to find a way. And it was kind of the, the friendly battles. They obviously have those arguments here and there, your, 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 your blood. So, um, but yeah, we always battled against each other growing up competing against each other. How long did it take? How old were you? Cause I know you can remember this because every younger sibling remembers the time that they can beat their older sibling at something, whether that be fighting or sports related. So give me the story because I know I, I know you, I know it's on your mind. I know it sits sits right there. It's got to. Yeah, I think in, in general, I would say I was 16 when I could start finally start like kind of holding my own. Uh, but I always had him in ping pong. Uh that was that was my thing. Yeah. He could never beat nice. me. <laughs> nice. he, he, he can't he can't go to the left, can he? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's 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 a struggle. Right righty's struggle going going <laughs> cross hands so um you know you you mentioned your brother obviously you know being you know seven years older and the drive and the focus to be as good as he was you know we have athletes on all the time that have older siblings or some of them are are good at certain sports so they play at a higher age bracket um than where they really are but all of those things really you know factor into them being at the level that they're at and you're no exception, but along with that, they also have somebody motivating and driving them from the sideline. Um, a lot of them are parents, some are coaches, but I'll ask you where who's most influential in regards to your athleticism and where you are today. Um, is it your parents? Was it a coach? Was there an athlete or was it your brother? Like who was that driving for you? Um, I gotta say my, my whole family, like my brother and my parents, um, they always push me to be the best I can be, whether it's sports, whether it's school, um, they are always pushing me to be the best that I can be. And that really drove me to, to be the athlete and the, even, and the person I am today. As we get into school, I got a question for you right off the top. I, I'm I'm curious because you know you're this hard nosed guy. Are are you uh, academically uh, good too as well, or, or are we just a decent student? Um. Well, high school it was uh it was, it was iffy <laughs> iffy. Um. But uh, first year uh, uh, freshman semester uh, first year I had a four point oh so. 
Hey, there um, you go. Yeah, it really turned the schooling around. Because you're talking to two different guys. He's the scholar over there. That that's that's the one that went and got his master's degree. I'm the one that went to the military because I played around in school. So you got you got one of each of us on here. So all right. So what high school did you go to? Uh, I went to uh, WH Croxford. Is that a big or a small school? Um, for it was, I'd probably say it was a smaller school. It was uh, on the outskirts of Calgary. Um, so our town has, uh, city has 80,000 people in it when I, when I lived there. So. All right. And so when you were in school, I know you played more than just lacrosse. What all sports did you play for your high school team? Um, so I played every sport I could get my hands on. So I was, I played volleyball. I played basketball. Um, I was on the track team. I played badminton for a couple of years. Oh man. Yeah, anything athletic I can get my hands on. Well, for, well, from what I've seen, the the other sport besides lacrosse that you were amazing at was volleyball. Talk to me about volleyball. Yeah, um, I joined volleyball when I was a uh, freshman in high school. I was uh, I was five uh, one at the point, so not a very tall <laughs> volleyball player. Uh, but you gotta have some hops then or something. Uh, <laughs> I, I was a center. I didn't have to do uh, too much. But I had a great group of friends and it was fun going to go practice every day of practice. I was having a whole lot of fun. So I stuck with it. And then by the time I was a senior, we were it was the same group of guys. We were playing together and it was just amazing. And the skills grew with it. So you said you played basketball, and, and Daniel is usually the one that asks this question because he, he loves it because he gets lied to all the time. We'll have baseball players come on here, and they'll talk about how great a hoopers they are, and then we'll talk to their, their teammates, and they'll be like, no, we play pickup basketball. <laughs> he stinks. Like, And so you did play basketball, and then you talked about the comparison of lacrosse and basketball. So were you a pretty solid basketball player? Um, defensively, yes. And I could pass the ball. Not a not a good finisher or shooter, but <laughs> hey, D, hey, Daniel's favorite kind of players are defensive players. So you're good here. Right. All right. So let's get into the lacrosse, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, before we get into the high school, I know that you know how it is here, and especially from what I have learned from Canada, it's the same. Um, about club is is a big a deal, or you know the competitive teams as much as it is. Uh, high school was playing outside of high school bigger or equal to playing in high school well um in alberta we don't have high school across anywhere oh okay well then that so it's, that. it's it's only club uh for field lacrosse um and then box lacrosse we have our own leagues and right, stuff like so, that. so who did so who did you play for while you were in high school what uh what team uh i was i played for elevate and they're uh, based out of Calgary. Uh, they are run by two uh, professional uh, brothers who played professional lacrosse. And, and so what determines, because you talk about the box and you talk about the field, is that a seasonal thing? So, like, does the box, like, come in when it's, like, too cold, or is it just a, just a completely different competition? Yeah. Um, well, there's no field leagues in Canada. Oh, okay. So we only play box in Canada. So the club team was the only spot that I could play field. 
and we would go to tournaments. Uh, we went to Baltimore a lot and did uh, recruiting tournaments. Um, so that's kind of how we played. We would start from August to November. Um, but yeah, sometimes we'd have to show up to practice three hours early, shovel off the field of all the snow, and then we'd, uh, we'd practice. So, so you mentioned recruiting, um, you know, how do you get on colleges radar like Landers to, uh, show them if they play field, but y'all don't play field. How does that work? Yeah. So, uh, when we come down for the recruiting trips, uh, it's all field lacrosse. So, um, we show there and then with my club program, they put on a combine that was held in Calgary that my coach, uh, coach Lepore here at Lander, he was one of the coaches that came down. Uh, I think there was about 30 coaches that came down. And so we did a kind of like a showcase with, uh, all the players in Calgary who, uh, were part of the program. I got you. I got you. So let me ask you a question about high school. I didn't know that y'all didn't get to play lacrosse there, but nonetheless, you were the 2019 male athlete of the year at WH Croxford. Let me ask you a question. Do you get like a trophy or like a medal or like, because you said you went to a small school, I actually picture like this, like shrine trophy case when you walk in there. What, what, what we got, man? We, uh, it was, we got a trophy. I got a trophy for it. It was pretty cool. And then um, I got my name uh, printed on inside the gym at our school. They have all the, every year they have the, the person who won the athlete of the year. So now my name's up in my, uh, my high school gym was pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty jealous, man. I don't, I don't got any memories. I don't think anybody wants to remember uh, all, the, <laughs> all the things I did wrong on the football field. So no, no shrines for me, no trophies, you know, it's a participation trophy, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, you know, interesting, you know, talking about the making the U20 Canadian national box team, you know, um, representing, you know, your country is, is such a cool thing. And uh, I've seen the pictures on Instagram of you wearing the Jersey, like, what does it mean to be able to play for the, the Canadian team? Yeah, it was, it's kind of a, a dream of any little kid when you're growing up to kind of wear your, uh, your country's uh, crest um, and participate for them. So that was just an amazing experience, just even to put the jersey on. Um, but then competing with the best guys in the country um that was amazing I learned so much from the coaches there and the players it was by far one of the coolest experiences I've ever had so even though we don't know much about lacrosse and we maybe wouldn't know players but I'm hoping that there's a lot of people who support lacrosse that will be listening it's like what's a give me a name drop of somebody who was big time in that league you either played with or against um there's uh i played with patrick dodd so he's playing in the professional indoor league right now the nll um he was a big name um i've played against harry matsuoka he plays for the uh, calgary roughnecks right now um so those are kind of the two big names that come to mind right now i got um, you I well, i'm gonna with. i'm gonna do my research i'm i'm Look, I'm going to tell you something. If you if you haven't followed us on social media, when we interview, we become your biggest fans, and we're going to start, like, watching. Like, see, now you got to show out also <laughs> because, because we're going to be all over it. But uh, let's talk about getting to Landers. You know, uh, you come from Canada, and you, you go to South Carolina. Like, what's that culture shock like? 
Um, it's it is a little bit different. Um, a lot warmer, which is nice. Uh, but the culture change, it's it's not a big culture change or anything like that. Everybody is still um nice to me and it's not uh, a niceness of canadians to kind of <laughs> come down uh everybody's still super nice uh i felt right at home coming down here uh, i've had friends from canada who go to lander as well so that kind of really made it home and then just being on a team practicing every day they become your family so do the girls ask you to do your accent a lot they uh they definitely say if I say a a lot, but I, it doesn't come out much. It's, it's, I think it's a stereotype. I hear you. I hear you. All right. So your freshman season, man, ten games. I see eighteen points, twelve goals, six assists. Uh, collected thirty three ground balls. Now this is where you're gonna have to explain to me because I'm not as versed as Daniel. What you know? Obviously, they put that stat and they and they highlighted it. What does that mean exactly? So a ground ball is when the, the ball is on, on the grass and you scoop it up. So you, you gain possession of the ball. Um, that's kind of like a steal? Kind of. Yeah, it's more – it's like a fumble stat, I guess. Okay, football. Gotcha. So when you pick up that fumble, that would be your ground ball. Gotcha. So with your 18 points and your 33 ground balls, you know, how did you feel about, um, you know, your first season? Did it meet expectations? Did you feel like you could have done better? You know, where, where do you stand on that? Yeah. Uh, I felt like it went pretty good for, that was my first time ever playing a field lacrosse game that actually kept score. Um, so that was, that was a change for me. Uh, but I, I felt like I, played well every game that I was out there and it was a blast man growing yeah. up for you it just became wilder and wilder as it goes on not only did y'all like do all this you know getting the streets you know frozen and everything but y'all didn't even keep score like y'all just out there wrecking each other and nobody's winning like what's up <laughs> yeah with the club teams we're just we practice for two months and then the showcases you play a game but there's no score because there's not a tournament or anything like that it's just you play games. So, yeah, I've never, in a competitive game, never kept score in a field lacrosse game before. In box lacrosse, we have our leagues that we do. Um, but for field lacrosse, this is the first time. So, y'all played 10 games. Um, it doesn't seem like very much. Was it cut short by COVID or? Yeah, we lost out on a couple of games because of COVID. Um, and then going into playoffs, our first playoff game, we got hit with COVID. So our first time on the field in two weeks was our playoff game. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of hit us hard. We're all out of condition because we haven't been down doing anything. So that kind of sucked. Um, but yeah, I think we have 17 games scheduled. That's not including uh, conference uh, playoffs or anything like that. Just regular season games. And when, and when does that get kicked off? February 5th is our first game. Okay. We just right around the corner. So you ready? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so we always ask our guests, you know, going from one year to the next year, what is the biggest thing that you need to improve on in your game? Uh, creating space uh, for myself. So getting out of the hands of that, uh, that six-foot pole in my hands, kind of bouncing away to free my hands up so I can either pass or shoot. Um, but I think that's going to be the biggest thing uh, coming into this year. 
Well, man, I, I look forward to it. Uh, like I said, we're going to watch. And so with that, my final question before I turn you over to Daniel is, you know, what's the expectation of Landers? I mean, y'all going y'all gonna to be good? Yeah, uh, going for that conference championship national, uh, looking to go to the, uh, the Natty tournament this year. That's the goal. That's what's up. Man, um, here's what I'll tell you, Nolan, is that you kind of – opened up my mind to how aggressive and physical and to me how underrated the game of lacrosse really is um especially you know um for those that are all about you know football 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 it's the it's the cream you know it's 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 the top of the top like for um athleticism and, and physicality but it to me it sounds like the way you describe it is you've got to be an athlete in a lot of different areas of sport to be good at lacrosse. So um, it's awesome to see and to hear you talk about it and the, the journey that you're on, man, it, it seems like, you know, you guys got something good cooking over at Lander university. So we're, we're, we're looking, we're looking forward to it, man. And, and team Canada, Hey, if it's, if it, if I got to represent another team, I'll, I'll represent Team Canada all day. <laughs> so w- before we l- let you cut loose, uh, we play a game called This or That with all our guests. Uh, pretty simple, real easy. You, you down to play? Yep. I'm all right. S- sweet. So it, it's, like I said, easy. I give you two options. All you got to do is pick one. Can't yep. say both. Can't say neither. You got to be decisive. You got to pick one. All right, here we go. First question. Would you rather do cardio or would you rather lift weights? And the reason I ask is because I feel like lacrosse is a mixture of both. So what would you rather do, cardio or lift weights? weights? Lift weights. All right. What's, what, do you, what do you bench in these days? Uh, bench is not my strong suit at all. Um, but uh, I think I'm doing 160 was my max last right. semester. So. What, what's, what's your, your, what's your, your strong? Yeah, go ahead, Daniel. What's, what, my what's strong your, suit. Yeah. Um, I like my. Uh, we do front squats here uh, at school, so I'd probably say front squats is kind of my, my favorite. All right. Very very unorthodox answer. Not, not many <laughs> people throw that out there, but, but I, you respect I can, it. I, yeah. I, I can get with that though. Um, when it comes to food, uh, this. Canadian food or American food, which is better? Ooh, that is a good one. I got to say Canadian food. All right. yeah. so what, 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 what is your favorite Canadian? If you were, if you were at home and, and mom was cooking dinner or you were going out to your favorite restaurant, what, what would you get? What would that, that dinner be? Mm, a nice uh, Alberta steak. Some A one sauce, yeah. That's yeah, good. if you remember, if you remember, Daniel Gray said that in Canada they their meat's better. That they something about whatever y'all do is different, and that's why the meat there is better. If yeah, it, or, if that meat's it, Nolan, if that meat's so good, why are you putting A one on it? Oh, it it brings out the flavor. I think you so caught him. You caught him. He, yeah. he hesitated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you. You got great hair. You got a great smile. You know, which, 
which one, if you had to just keep one of those for the rest of your life, which one would you pick? The hair or the smile? Probably the hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the answer. Always the answer. And I never get that. Like, I, man, I can grow hair at any time. Man, you got to bust a smile, man. You, (laughs) it's going to cost some dimes to get that fixed. (laughs) So, would you what what do you think gets your gets you further in life being funny or being smart probably being smart yeah okay. so i'm i'm going to put you on the hot seat here yeah. what would you consider yourself more funny or more smart funny yeah it's... so he's not going very far <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it, it, it is what it is, man. And I, I'll tell you the answer that I, I think being funny takes you further. Um, I think there's a lot of situations where being funny is more advantageous than actually being smart. And maybe it's because I don't surround myself with enough smart people. So it's just everybody trying to out funny each other. um maybe if i was around a lot of smart people maybe i'd be like you know what this smart thing there's something to it so i think i think that has some truth to it yeah uh what what sport would you rather watch would you rather watch volleyball or soccer volleyball yeah because they don't end in a tie thank you all right um would you rather Spend, and this is this is a big question now. All right, so get ready. This is a question that has now become probably our staple question. One of the two. I'm going to ask you both of the staple questions, but this is a big one. <laughs> Would you rather spend five years in jail or ten years in a coma? Five years in jail. <laughs> My man's not scared of the box. He's done told you. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I get you. you. You play lacrosse. It's physical. Like, I, I get all that, but five years in jail, it's rough. Yeah, but I got, I got young nieces and nephews, and, and then I missed 10 years of them growing up in the coma. Mm-hmm. So, Drop that you know, knowledge that, on that, you. That, that's the that, – like, I, I feel like everybody's starting to listen to the show and find the answers of all the guests and they're using that on me because it does <laughs> it, it does hit home a little bit but like i when somebody tells me five years in jail i just don't believe it i i would personally rather have 10 years of a nap and i'll wake up and figure it out <laughs> Look, five no. years there's so many different dynamics and that's just just trying to like socialize and get yourself by socially in jail not to mention like the other stuff that goes in like mm-hmm. like I, I ain't got time to look i'll, I'll tell you one eye open and stuff i i was a jail person there's two things that sway me i always told daniel he's crazy for this the very reason you said because daniel's got a four-year-old daughter i got two young kids i was like we'd miss out on their life but then i watched a movie where a dude accidentally got sent to prison and his life was just miserable we'll just put it that way and then we had an mma fighter come on here who's 
a top 10 baddest dude in the world. <laughs> and he said he's been to prison and he'd never go back and he'd rather do the coma. So between those two factors, I'm now siding with Daniel. I'm going to take the nap, but I used to be with you because I don't <laughs> want to miss my kids growing up. But then again, I don't want to do this jail stuff that I'm hearing about. Yeah, I can, I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch on social media <laughs> and, and, and get caught up quick. I'm sure there'll be. I'm sure there'll be some type of new social media after that. <laughs> Probably. All right. All right, Nolan. Last question, man. And this is another another big one, another staple. Would you pick money or friends? If someone said, "Here's the bag." Wait, 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 wait. Think right. about this. If someone said, "Here's the bag," all you could ask for, you can have it, but you got to get rid of all your friends. You can make new ones. You can buy new ones. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta choose money or friends. So, so what are you picking? I still think I gotta go with friends. Ah uh, uh, I know. I, I, I gave you the answer when I was explaining I know. it to you. you but just if you go have buy of... just go buy new ones. <laughs> if someone offered me the bag, like Jim is my best friend, and I would find a new one. <laughs> like I, they'd be like, "You're not gonna be able to be friends with Jim." I'd be like, "Well, it was a good run. Peace." That's that's what I would. But think. if you got a lot of good friends and you ask everyone for five bucks, and then that you can make money and keep your friends. But that's the whole point. If you had the bag, <laughs> man, you wouldn't have to do all that. Hey, you know it's funny. He brought that up. One of the questions that we don't ask anymore. I I'll add it to it. Would you rather owe a friend money or a favor? money because <laughs> the favor can be anything right uh -huh. like i need you to help me move all weekend yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 that's a that's a no-brainer no-brainer question i ain't owing nobody no favors <laughs> all right no anything you want to promote or plug before you get out of here all right just uh schedules on uh lander's website so if Come check us out. All our games are live streamed. So, where can we where can we watch those live stream games? So, if you just go to uh, Lander Men's Lacrosse, um, and then go under schedule, every game will have um, where you can. There'll be like a live stream button, and you can watch it from there. And if it's a away game, you just tap on the away teams profile. It'll take you right to their website, and you just do the same thing. You know, Daniel, how we talk about some schools' media teams need to, like, get their stuff up to date? Um, they're not one of them. They, they're on point. You'll yeah, be able to easily navigate it. So, yeah. so nice when the media and the social media and the SI teams at these universities have their stuff in order. So much easier to do research and, and, and get pertinent information, I guess. But, Noah, man, it's been a pleasure. And I will definitely be checking you out in February. We're going to live stream some games. We're going to, you know, chat back and forth with you. Uh, we wish you the best. And hopefully, you know, the next time we get a chance, you'll come on here and you'll be talking about a uh, conference championship. We'll be talking about a, a trip to nationals. So, man, I, I wish you the best. If there's anything we can do, uh, reach out to us, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, brother, that is Nolan Oki.
everybody. If you like hearing his story or you just like hearing Average Joe's talk X's and O's, please like and share the podcast on Facebook. Retweet us on Twitter. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, comments, ratings, feedback, always welcome. We're going to see everyone on Wednesday. We'll be live on StreamYard with the ASAP Network. We got Jim. We got Randy. We got Mike. It's going to be live. It's going to be hot, and we're going to be off the rails. And then next Monday night, we got another big one. We got episode 19. We're going to be talking bodybuilding. We're going to be talking New Year's resolutions, diet, health, wellness, mental stability, the whole nine. So you're not going to want to miss it. We're going to be talking to a professional bodybuilder, Tanner Leonardo. This has been the In Off the Bench podcast. As always, remember, strong body, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We're out.